Welcome to today's episode of Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. In today's episode, we're talking with Jenny Wichelow. She is a money coach for women. This episode's a great conversation all about goal setting. Have you ever wondered why do we abandon some of our goals? How do we set realistic and attainable goals? How do we make goals motivating? Well, this episode is going to be a great one for you, so make sure you stick around for today's interview. We're talking all about goals and much, much more. There's going to be a lot of great takeaways from today's episode. But the money talking points for today's episode are, what goals would you benefit from abandoning? And what are your beliefs and what do you want to accomplish? So with those money talking points in mind, let's get right into today's episode. You know, we don't talk about money enough. It's a topic that gets ignored for some reason, even though it plays a role in everyone's day-to-day life. This issue is what brought Money Talk with Skylar Fleming to reality. I know you're probably busy and don't have time to research and learn about all the things that go into personal finance, but that's where this podcast, Money Talk with Skylar Fleming, comes into play. I'm your host, Skylar Fleming. I'm here to do the research and learn about all the things that go into personal finance. The goal is to simply get us talking about money. So let's get talking. Welcome to today's interview with Jenny Wichelow. Jenny, would you mind introducing yourself for everybody? Yeah, sure. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So I'm a money coach for women. I blend financial planning with the inner work of money, which is transforming your relationship with money and your money mindset. Awesome. Yeah. Money mindset is something that's huge. I often say that money is more than just math because if it was math, we could just calculate it. So there's an important part of behavior and mindset that goes into it. So I'm glad you're talking about that and sharing that with people. That's awesome. But today we're going to be talking about goal setting and why do we not reach our goals? How do we avoid discouragement? All that sort of fun stuff. I'm honestly really excited for this conversation because any new insight I get into goal setting is great for me. So I'm sure everyone's going to get something great from this episode, but let's jump right into it. Why is goal setting so appealing for everybody? Yeah. So I think goal setting appeals to people for a variety of reasons and different reasons for each individual. Um, But I think at its core, uh, you know, goal setting helps us have a sense of purpose. You know, it feels like we're progressing in life when we're achieving goals, however we define progression, progressing. Um, And they help us focus on what we've determined are, are, is important to us. Um, I also think that as humans, we like a little bit of competition and we also like playing games and goal setting can include a little bit of both of those. Um, but ultimately, yeah. you know, we, we set goals because we're getting some need met by those goals. Um, and so Maslow said that our highest need was self-actualization, as we know. Um, and I think goal setting is a mechanism that enabled, uh, enables this need to be met. So the fulfillment of our full potential, um, how how can that be achieved without having some sort of target, right? Yeah. So we use them as goalposts, essentially, exactly. I guess, goal, goalposts, that makes sense. But <laughs> yeah, we set them, set them as these milestones. Everybody loves a good game. Like you said, we're just naturally wired to, I guess, compete with each other. Mm-hmm. So if we're all setting goals for like our financial independence number, then that's a way that we can all like challenge each other a little bit. But A lot of us don't reach our goals. Some of us set some that are too big, or maybe we just don't work hard enough towards them, or who knows what happens. But what can cause us not to reach our goals? Yeah, well, I know this really well, because I've always been a big goal setter my whole life. 
Um, but I have set and abandoned, you know, countless financial goals. Um, and, and I'd have to say that the goals I set for myself, they were absolutely achievable, but I actually never built any momentum to work diligently towards them for the long haul. Um, and the reason for that, you know, it took me a really long time to get to the root cause. You know, I think a lot of people when myself included, when we fail at a goal, we think, well, you know, we're just not, we're just not cut out for it <laughs> you know, we didn't work hard enough. Right. Um, but the real reason that I uncovered for why I wasn't achieving my goals and why I think majority of people don't is that the goal was just meaningless to me. You know, I, I had no emotional connection to a lot of these financial goals that I set for myself. Uh, oftentimes they were canned generic goals based on what I had read were some sort of rule of thumb or benchmark I should be achieving, like saving, you know, working to save save up to 10% of my income every year or having three times my salary and savings by the time I was 45. You know, on the surface, there's nothing wrong with those goals. And that's better than not having anything that you're working towards, right? But but they were meaningless. Um, what is saving mm -hmm. 10% of my income going to get me in the future? What is it going to get me now or cause me to sacrifice now, right? So until I got clear on the vision for my life and what I actually wanted my experience here on earth to be and what I wanted or the role that I wanted money to play in that experience, um, and then built goals that aligned with that vision and um, tapped into the emotions um, that I would feel once that vision came to fruition, um, and then finally felt wholeheartedly uh, what it would be like to accomplish these goals. Then I was finally able to build and sustain momentum to achieve them. And I built a whole coaching program around this because I think that this is ultimately where people are failing when it comes to their financial goals. They're, they're not aligned with any bigger vision and there's no emotional connection to them. So, you know, if you're struggling to work towards a goal, I, I would ask yourself, you know, what does this goal really mean to me? Uh, how will I feel when I accomplish it? What emotions will I experience? And if you ask those questions and you come up empty, it might mean that that goal is empty and that you just, you should be okay with abandoning it. It isn't the right goal for you to be taking right now. Um, and instead you should shift your focus away towards trying to, trying to achieve goals that don't mean anything to you towards getting clear on, on what it is that you really want first and getting clear on your vision. Awesome. It sounds like then some of our goals that we just run away from don't have that motivation behind them. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that drives you towards them. Like you could go online and read top 10 list of goals to be financially sound in your twenties. And none of those are going to mean anything because it's going to say, don't have credit card debt. Don't like, it's going to sure. say all the generic yep. things, which are good, but you need to figure out how that tool of that goal is going to apply into your mm -hmm. life instead of just making, cause it's, it's really, it's making money the end instead of making money like the the middle part to an, another end goal. Yeah, I really like yeah. that. I, I, I wasn't sure where we were going to end up with us not reaching our goals. I was really mm -hmm. interested to hear your answer mm -hmm. on that. So that's really good to know when people, maybe they do have to cut off some of those goals, some of those ones that are meaningless. How do they avoid discouragement if that's what they have to do? Yeah, I think discouragement is is sort of a, a natural thing we have to move through when we're working towards any sort of goal or achievement in life. You know, we are, we're human, we're going to slip up, we're going to come across stumbling blocks. Um, we're going to slip up and, you know, charge something on our credit card when we're trying to get out of debt, right? Um, so I think, I think first, giving yourself some grace in the goal achievement process is, is important. Um, and I would also say, uh, working to prime yourself for success with your goals um, by doing what I call the inner work of money, 
um, is an essential part of the process. And this is something most people aren't, aren't really aware of. So what I mean by priming yourself for success, I mean, um, surfacing the core beliefs that you have about money and about your specific financial goals, um, exploring them to understand where they came from and how they may not be serving you. Um, and then working to re build and recalibrate those beliefs so that they're in alignment with what you're looking to achieve. So for example, if you're trying to get out of debt, but you have a core belief, maybe conscious or subconscious, um, that you'll always be in debt, that you're someone that'll always be stuck in the debt cycle. Uh, that's going to trip you up. You're going to have a hard time working towards a goal to get out of debt. If that's the track that's running in your mind. Um, so you should ask yourself, you know, what do I know is true? You know, are these beliefs really true? Can I find evidence to the contrary? Um, you know, exploring, uh, this truly is a process of exploration. You're exploring what's in your subconscious mind around money in particular. Um, and then working to rewrite that and recalibrate that to be more in alignment with what exactly you want. This goes back to why having a vision is, is so important here, but this, this process is not, it's not overnight. It takes a lot of time. I did it by myself. It took me about six months um, to rebuild my relationship with money so that I could start to achieve my financial goals. And I think this is where coaching can play, um, can play a key role here in helping people expedite that process. Yeah, it's definitely the you don't know what you don't know mm -hmm. kind of situation, yeah. especially with your money. Like you might not realize you have a view on debt that's going to limit the way you get that achieve that goal. Mm -hmm. But if you let somebody else into your financial life for a couple months and say, hey, can you help me set realistic goals? That's going to be something that I'm sure, especially you, is going to be able to say, hey, what are your actual thoughts around this goal? Instead of just setting it, let's dive in a little deeper. Let's look at the specifics. Why do you want to accomplish this goal? Why Why don't you think you're accomplishing it? Like mm -hmm. have those conversations. There's a little bit more work to goal setting than just setting it is what I'm exactly. learning here. There's more work to just than just reading some list essentially mm -hmm. and setting some way out there goal. Yeah. Um, how do we how do we set these realistic ones? How do we set so let's say let's say getting out of credit card debt isn't possible for you in three months. So you're setting yourself up to not reach it because it's too fast or something like that. Mm -hmm. How do we set realistic and attainable yeah. money goals? Well, I would separate the idea of unrealistic and unattainable, right? So I don't actually believe that any goal is unrealistic. Um, I think a lot of our understanding of what we label as realistic and unrealistic is just simply based on faulty beliefs. So, you know, if you ask a lot of people um, if they could ever be a millionaire, a lot of them would say no. But the fact of the matter is that the majority of millionaires never made a six-figure salary and they built their net worth by saving a little bit diligently over a long period of time in a simple 401k account, right? So mm -hmm. I think um, whether something is whether you take a goal and you want to size it up for being realistic or, or unrealistic, I, I almost think that that's a moot point. What you should say is, is this goal aligned with the vision for my life? And do I feel strongly on an emotional level about this goal? Um, now, when it comes to making goals attainable, I think that's something different, right? So your example of trying to get out of debt in three months, it's just not attainable. The math doesn't make sense, right? Um, mm -hmm. And certainly if you haven't primed yourself for success on the inside, you know, and you're walking around with a lot of limiting beliefs about your worth or your capabilities, um, it's going to be hard to attain your goals. Um, if you're lacking a roadmap with key milestones and a strategy for how you're going to get out of debt, um, and you're just shooting for an end goal, um, you're going to struggle, right? So it's, it's going to take you longer to get to your destination. Um, it's like saying, 
you know, I want to drive from New York to California and just jumping in the car and hitting the road without charting any course. You know, you'll eventually get mm-hmm. to California, it, it, you know, as long as you're driving roughly in the in the right direction, right? Um, but uh, but it's going to be a lot easier and smoother of a ride if you have uh, a plan. And so break your goals down into bite-sized pieces, key mile markers, um, track your progress, and, and then don't forget to reward your achievements along the way. You know, re- rewards are an important part of sustaining that momentum that you build up. Um, and it's also important subconsciously for you because it trains your mind to believe, yes, I'm moving in the right direction. I need to keep doing these things that I'm doing. That's awesome. I love that comparison of driving across the country without charting your course. Because mm-hmm. if you're if you're going from New York to California, you're not going to see a sign that says California right. as soon as you leave New York. It's not going to, you're not going to get directions right out the gate. So if we like relate that to some of our money goals. If you're trying to get out of debt in three months, you're not going to see like any step that says, how do you save 200% of your income in order to actually do that? Cause you, you can't, like you said, the math won't really work mm-hmm. out. That's, that's really awesome. I love that. I love that uh, summary. One of the things that maybe I wanted to touch on a little bit is that reward stuff that you mm-hmm. mentioned. You mentioned setting some milestones with rewards along the way. What are some like, I guess, good rewards? Because if you're trying to get out of debt, I don't know if going on a $200 uh, restaurant visit or something like that is maybe the best reward. How do we keep those uh, realistic or in line with our goals? Yeah. So um, this is one thing that my clients are usually surprised about when they work with me. You know, I had a client last week, she had hit, um, she had set a goal of saving $15,000 in her peace of mind fund. That's, I don't use the term emergency savings. Um, And, uh, and she, uh, messaged me and said, I, I just made the final transfer. I hit, hit my $15,000 mark. And I said, that's amazing. Congratulations. How are you rewarding yourself? And she was like, what? And I was like, how are you rewarding yourself? But not on credit. <laughs> you know, you mm-hmm. need to go out and, and treat yourself. But she did t- take herself out and um, had a nice dinner. But um, in my perspective, I, I don't really, it doesn't really matter to me as a coach. Like, I'm not going to judge what the reward is. The reward needs to matter to you. It needs to be something that's meaningful, that feels like a reward, not like, oh, I'm going to go for an ice cream cone. And and that doesn't feel rewarding, right? So if it's going Mm -hmm. and getting a pedicure, if it's going and getting a massage or whatever, going for a nice meal, I think as long as you're not um, sabotaging your other goals or getting yourself into debt doing it, um, I think, you know, the more uh, meaningful that reward is to you, um, the more it's going to reinforce those beliefs, um, in your mind that you're moving in the right direction. Right. So I think it's, a, I think it's an important part of this process. Um, uh, a couple of other things that are really important to the goal achievement process are, I mentioned earlier, giving yourself grace and forgiving yourself when you slip up and not dwelling on the little hiccups that will happen. And then the, the final thing is gratitude. Um, gratitude is an incredibly powerful tool that we all have at our, at our disposal and we don't mm-hmm. use it enough. And every time we achieve something, pause for a second and think, isn't it wonderful that I may, I was able to do this, that I was able to save $15,000 in my peace of mind fund. I'm so grateful that I started working towards this and I've achieved this goal. And I'm grateful for what having this money sitting there is going to afford me. It's going to afford me less stress around my finances. I'm going to know that I can take care of my um, unexpected situations when they arise. Right. So expressing gratitude along the way is, is super important as well. Yeah. I just had a thought come to my mind and maybe I want your feedback on this idea, 
but maybe at the beginning of your goals, as you're like getting started, you can write down a situation that you found yourself in that you're trying to change and write down your like current emotions and feelings around that situation. So that when you get to that milestone, I think part of your gratitude can be Hey, day 30, here's how I feel now about handling yeah. this situation, just so you can see the progress you've made. Absolutely. You know, the first pro- the first exercise that I go through with my coaching clients, every single coaching client, I ask them to write their why. Why are they doing this? And the why needs to not be, I'm tired of being in debt. The why needs to be, I want to be financial, I want to achieve financial freedom or I want to be debt free. Right. Um, and then the second question I ask them is, how will you feel when you achieve that? You know, not ruminating on the stress and the anxiety that you feel now about your finances, but how mm-hmm. will you feel once you've achieved what you're, what you're aiming for? And then I want you to find ways to start to embody those feelings right now. Um, you know, Dr. Joe Dispenza, who studies and writes about the, the, um, the connection between mind and body says, you know, you can't wait until you're wealthy to feel abundance. You can't wait until your body is healthy to feel wellness. You need to start embodying those emotions now and becoming that person. And that makes the journey towards achieving your end goal a lot easier. Yeah, because if the the whole entire time you're trying to get wealthy, so to speak, you're just like in a deprivation Mm -hmm. mindset. And you just like save you're saving 80% of your income and not living your life. Exactly. When you get to that point where you can save 1% and spend the other 99, you're not going to be able to do it. Like you're not going to be able to just flip a switch like that. So yeah, I like, I like that view of just start taking those things, taking that mindset of where you want to be and plant seeds of it. Now that's, that's an awesome way. I think that's going to help with our next question too, of how do we make goals motivating? I think we've touched on it a lot throughout this episode, but maybe like, a quick summary, I guess. How can sure. people be motivated with their yeah, goals? Yeah. So the ultimate goal that's that's has the ultimate motivation behind it, right, is a goal that's 100% aligned with the vision for your life. You know, if you're taking goals and they're not aligned with what you really want your life to be in the short term and the long term, um, you're not going to you're not going to build and sustain the momentum to achieve it. Um, you know, it having your goal aligned with the vision transforms it from some target that you're trying to hit to a state of being. And let me explain what that means. You're not just trying Mm -hmm. to pay off your credit cards because logically, you know, it makes financial sense, right? Everybody knows having a lot of credit card debt doesn't make sense. Uh, It's very costly. Um, And if that's the main reason why you've set a goal to be debt free, you're not going to be motivated by that. Um, You're getting out of debt because that's who you are. You have a vision of yourself as someone who is financially free no longer carrying a heavy burden of debt. And that's the person that you have a vision of yourself being. And that's the person you start to embody now. And that's the person who works diligently over a long time and through many hiccups to achieve that end goal, right? So um, that vision needs to be so clear and meaningful to you that you embody those the emotions associated with it. You embody, as we've been talking about, being that person who's debt-free, being that person who's a millionaire, being that person who can retire at, I don't know, the age of 55. Um, you can experience what it feels like to have those things, to have that financial freedom, to um, be in a position where you can make confident financial decisions, to live with peace of mind and live with certainty around your finances. And the stronger that those emotions become for you, the more you will embody them well, well before the credit card statement shows a zero balance. Um, and that's how you know that you've created a goal that's motivating. 
Well, yeah, that's awesome. I think I found one of our main highlights for this episode. That was fantastic. Thank you so much. That was good. I hope everyone is leaving this episode motivated towards their goals and maybe willing to ditch some of them because you've realized it doesn't really resonate with you. Maybe one more quick question. Like, how can people just get started thinking about that vision? that you've mentioned a few times. Yeah, absolutely. So if you go to my website, blissandwealth.com, I actually have a free download um, under the resources tab called visualization exercise. And so this is a quick and easy exercise anyone can do. You can download it for free and it'll walk you through um, uh, using tapping into your imagination to feel what your ultimate life could be like. And the more you do this visualization exercise, you could do it every single day. That'd be, that'd be awesome. The more you start to transform not only your beliefs about what's, what's possible for you, but your emotions around the life that you really desire and feel is your destiny. Um, so you can download that at blissandwealth.com. Um, and then, you know, visioning is, I mentioned earlier about priming yourself for success. Visioning is a part of that process. There's some more steps in the process to prime yourself for success with your goals um, around, um, particularly around your belief system and under, you know, surfacing what your core beliefs around money are, um, exploring them, investigating them, and then ultimately transforming them so that they're more in alignment with abundance. And um, if that priming exercise sounds like something that you're ready to start with. Um, I actually also have another free offering. It's a free 10 day money mindset reset. It's an email course. So over 10 days, I coach you over email on how to reset your money mindset so that you can experience a tangible shift in 10 days um, in how you relate to money and how money shows up in your life. Um, so if you're interested in that, you can also enroll in that free course at blissandwealth.com backslash reset. Awesome. Well, if anyone has money goals they're trying to hit, I think free always applies into those money goals. So make sure to go check that out. Jenny, this has been a fantastic conversation. It's really helped open my mind to some new things that I can apply to goals. But really, where can people contact you? I know you've mentioned a couple of your resources, but what's your website again? Yeah. Real quick, where can they find Blissandwealth.com or you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Bliss and Wealth. Um, you can also connect with me on LinkedIn and um read my blog on bliss and wealth as well. Fantastic. So make sure you get in touch with her. If anything resonated with you today, I think Jenny's going to be a great resource for anyone looking to help continue their goal setting, change their money mindset, or get that vision going for your financial life. Jenny, thank you so much for coming on today's episode. Sure thing. Thank you so much. I've truly enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to that interview and thank you for Jenny for coming on today's episode. I wanted to talk real quick about the money talking points. The first one is, what goals would you benefit from abandoning? This is a question to help you think about maybe what are some goals that you should leave behind and not worry about because maybe you've realized after this episode, they don't align fully with your goals. Maybe you have a goal that's been handed to you or that the system, so to speak, or somebody else has told you you have to accomplish, but it doesn't really resonate with you maybe consider leaving that one behind. The second money talking point is what are your beliefs and what do you want to accomplish? One of my beliefs with this podcast is that we all need to be talking about money more. So it helps me accomplish my goals of making sure to do a weekly podcast episode, doing more financial literacy content, being involved in the community and trying to host financial workshops and things like that. But that belief helps motivate a lot of my goals around my podcast. 
So make sure you find a core belief that relates to your goals and then use it to really motivate you. But let's wrap up today's episode next. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you were able to take something away from today's episode with Jenny about goal setting. Now just make sure to go and apply it and apply it with a friend. Share the one thing that you took away from today's episode with someone and then share the episode as well so they can give it a listen and so they can learn something from it as well. But a quick shout out for my YouTube channel. We're doing video episodes over there, so make sure you go check out any past episode and any future episode over on YouTube. You can find my YouTube channel by searching Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. But thank you so much for listening to Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. I'm your host, Skylar Fleming. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. This show is provided for informational and entertainment purposes and may not be specific to your unique situation. Please be sure to do additional research before making any financial decisions.